Greetings and blessings, and welcome to the sixth episode of 5050, a look back 50 years ago and a countdown to my 50th birthday celebration. I'm your host, Jason, podcasting from my new secret bunker in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for joining me. I'd like to remind you, as though any of us need reminding, of just how important our health really is. I mean, even if you're someone who's really healthy, eventually our bodies break down and stop working. And as important as our health is, and as much as we may do to stay healthy, we sometimes encounter problems beyond our control. We need to entrust someone else with our health, a doctor, an expert, an institution. These days we're constantly being bombarded with new health scares. We're certainly not out of the woods with COVID-19, and now we've got this new monkeypox stuff. And it's now more than ever that we need to be able to put a great deal of trust in health professionals and institutions. But why is it that so many of us are unable to trust? And it's the roots of that distrust I'd like to talk about next. Today, the Associated Press published this. On July 25, 1972, Gene Heller, a reporter on the Associated Press investigative team, then called the Special Assignment Team, broke news that rocked the nation. Based on documents leaked by Peter Buxton, a whistleblower at the U.S. Public Health Service, the then 29-year-old journalist and the only woman on the team reported that the federal government let hundreds of black men in rural Alabama go untreated for syphilis for 40 years in order to study the impact of the disease on the human body. Most of the men were denied access to penicillin, even when it became widely available as a cure. A public outcry ensued, and nearly four months later, the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male came to an end. The investigation would have far-reaching implications. The men in the study filed a lawsuit that resulted in a $10 million settlement. Congress passed laws governing how subjects in research studies were treated and more than two decades later, President Bill Clinton formally apologized for the study, calling it shameful. 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 Today, the effects of the study still linger. It is often blamed for the unwillingness of some African Americans to participate in medical research. Without going into a whole spiel about the media... I would just like to recognize the whistleblower Peter Buxton and the reporter Gene Heller, who broke the story initially. Had it not been for their work, how many others would have suffered and died? Would there have been similar studies, just as vile or worse, based on that model? It's worth remembering. As I record this episode, there are 187 days, 7 hours, and 38 minutes until my 50th birthday. I hope you'll be there to help me celebrate. Special thanks this week to Robin at the Denver Public Library for the research assistance. I'll see you next week.